Hi there and welcome. I'm Rabbi Nachomath with the Las Vegas Kolal. Chavetz Chaim has been arguing that when we speak Lashon Hara, God forbid, inside of a sanctuary, inside of a base Knesset, inside of a base Medrash, inside of a shul, we violate the Torah's requirement of umikdashi tirau, to have the proper reverence and respect for a sanctuary. Chavetz Chaim tells us, even if we do anything mundane, we calculate business calculations, is the example the halacha gives. Even if we do something like that, it's a violation of the Torah's requirement of treating a sanctuary with reverence and respect. Now, a person might be wondering, if that's so, if we're required to treat a sanctuary with reverence and respect, how come in most synagogues we'll have the Kiddush inside of the sanctuary? We'll have a wedding, a bar mitzvah, programs, or other types of events inside of a sanctuary. Why are we allowed to do that? The Torah tells us in Mikdashi Tiro, we have to have the proper reverence and respect for a sanctuary. The truth of the matter is, it's an excellent question. And indeed, the halacha in Shulchan Aruch, Orachayim Simen Kufnun through Kufnun Dalid, addresses these issues, and I would point out these are somewhat complex and nuanced halacha. But suffice it to say, the, the bottom line is, when we build a sanctuary, when we build a base mandrash, a base knesses, we build them al tznai. They are built conditionally, and that condition permits us to do certain forms of activity inside of a sanctuary. The kiddush, a wedding, a bar mitzvah, other activities, programs, and events. However, this tanai, this condition, doesn't allow us to do whatever we want. It's only certain activities and certain functions are permitted inside of a sanctuary when it's not being used for davening, for prayer, and for study. What those permitted activities are, I direct you to the Shulchan Aruch, I direct you to a competent halachist who can guide you through these things. But suffice it to say, if we speak Lashon Hara, the Chavetz Chaim argues, if we gossip or speak negative things inside of a sanctuary, there's no tanai in the world, there's no condition in the world that will permit us to speak Lashon Hara. And it's certainly a transgression, not just of the prohibition of Lashon Hara, it's a prohibition of the requirement of treating a sanctuary with reverence and respect. In the footnotes, and the Dirshu footnotes, they bring that this requirement of, give, of treating a base Knesset, a base Medrash, a sanctuary with proper reverence and respect it really extends to making sure that we make sure that a base medrash, that a sanctuary, is clean and tidy. If we leave our garbage, a tissue, a cup, a can of soda, if we leave a mess inside of a shul, inside of a sanctuary, it's l'chaura, according to Revel Yashav, this would be a violation of the Torah's requirement of umikdashi tiro. Not only that, Reb Chaim Kanievsky points out, even if it's not our trash, even if it wasn't us who made a mess, if we just see that the shul is messy, it's unkempt, it's untidy, we have a proactive requirement to clean it up, make sure that it's nice and tidy and dignified, and that it really becomes of a shul, that, it makes, that we make sure that it's becoming inappropriate, we have a requirement to clean up other people's messes. If we do that, we fulfill the Torah's requirement. It's a mitzvah saseh of a mikdashi tiro, of treating the, the, a sanctuary with reverence and respect. And God forbid, if we see a base madrash, if we see a sanctuary in a mess, and we don't clean it up, we violate the Torah requirement, even though it's not our mess, we violate the Torah requirement if we don't clean up, we don't tidy up the sanctuary, we violate the Torah's requirement of umikdashi tiro, of making sure we treat, we treat sanctuaries with the proper dignity, kavod, and respect.